What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar. Before we get into it, do not forget right now, 50% off absolutely everything in the Bloke store. We're talking about jerseys. If they're still there, if they're still available, they may have already sold out. DMP shirts. Uh, so make sure to go to bloke.shop. It's 50% off absolutely everything. Um, t- once it's gone, sale ends. Boom, gone. Gonskis. The last sale we did, we've only done one in our history. One in our history. It sold... It was our biggest sale ever, biggest sale ever. Uh, so make sure to be there on, or well, make sure to go now because it's already live uh, on bloke.shop because once it is gone, the 50% sale is over. And as you know, we've only ever done one in our history. So we do not do these often. We do not do these often. Just a bloke in a bar. Let's get straight to it, shall we? Got the great Jack Bird here. How you going, brother? Good, brother. How you going? Mate, very, very well. We actually, we'll, we'll, <coughs> we'll do this like it's a new <coughs> podcast. We'll do it like it's a new podcast, but... In the three or four weeks, we were just reminded by Maddie that'll be eight years since we did our last podcast, which was the first podcast. And if three or four weeks, how crazy is that? Yeah, time flies, man. It's um, it's been a crazy ride, but uh, I still remember that day like it was yesterday uh, down in Wollongong Brewery. It was pretty yeah, good. the Illawarra pretty Brewery. Good. I was one of your first ones. Um, I was a young pup then. I think that was yeah my debut year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, time flies, man, and. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but it was, eight. yeah, it was. Crazy. Eight years, that is so long. And I, I, I remember it as well, sitting in that back room at the brewery, um, which is just outside Wynn Stadium. Who would have thought you'd be back playing for the Dragons? Yeah, I, I never thought that. Um, I was at the Sharks at the time. Uh, I just left left the Dragons and then, um, you know, I always said to myself I wasn't going to go back to the Dragons because, yep. you know, they got rid of me the first time. But, um, yeah, here I am, full circle, uh, loving it, back down home. Back mm. with family and friends, so it's good to be back, mate. Uh, How has the year been for you personally? So you got the shoulder uh, surgery two or three months ago. Yep. But how would you kind of sum up this season for yourself? Oh, it was pretty disappointing. I, you know, I set high high standards for me coming into the season. Uh, I wanted to try and get back into Origin and all that kind of stuff, and you know, try and make finals. Uh, that didn't happen, obviously. You know, we finished second last. Um, you know, I had an up and down year with injuries. Like my knee started, you know, flaring up a little bit. Mm. Um, so it wasn't wasn't the ideal year for me, but um, you know that's something I can work on, and you know I'm gonna always set the bar high for myself. So next year, hopefully, um, I can try and you know play better football and and try and make the finals with the Dragons, and mm. um, you know hopefully I can try and get back into you know the rep teams and stuff like that. But in saying that, I've got to play good football, and mm. um, yeah, this this year wasn't ideal for me, but. Um, yeah, hopefully next year's a new year. What's a, a different approach that you take now that you're experienced, you're 28 years old, you've been in the game for you know 10 years, 12 years pretty much. You know, you get an injury. How do you reckon the young you would have handled it compared to the you now? To be honest, I um, I never thought I could get injured, eh? Like, yeah, I, when you're like, younger, yeah. Like when I was young, I did an ACL when I was 16, got rheumatoid arthritis and all that kind of stuff, and then I came back from that. Mm. And I was having a good run at the Sharks, no injuries. Um, you know, three three years, you know, playing finals and all that kind of stuff. You always thought that that was the cat, like always going to happen. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely not the case. Like I haven't played finals football since I left the Sharks because, yeah, like, wow. at the Broncos, I was injured most of the time. Mm. Um, and then come back to the Dragons, we we haven't made finals once. Um, but in saying that, the young me with injuries, um. I was, I was pretty good, actually. I wasn't too bad. Like, I didn't do my rehab as much, mm. obviously, because, like, I didn't have as much injuries and bad injuries like mm. I do now. Um, but 
yeah, like you've got to, with the injuries that you have, you have to just stay on top of it. You, yeah. you know, you got to do your rehab, you got to do your one percenters. Um, because if you don't, like you look at people with, you know, bad hamstrings, they do their rehab and all that kind of stuff. But if they miss one little beat, mm. uh, they're back at square one, they've done their hamstring again a few weeks down the track. Mm. Um, so I think it's just going to, you know, you've got to be pretty diligent with your with your rehab and all that kind of stuff and make sure you do the one percenters and, um, you know, everything the coaching staff ask, ask of you. Um, but yeah, as a young kid, I was pretty pretty good because I, I was around the older fellas like Paul Gallen yeah. and Mick Ennis, Luke Lewis, they all pretty professional. So I've learned from the best, that's for sure. Um, but in, in my old days, you probably go away from a little bit because you've, you can't be bothered to do some, yep. some things and you think you can get away with it. But um, I think as well, like it's gotten more and more important and evident that the rehab is like <coughs> crucial. Whereas, you know, when, in, when I was coming through, if you got injured, you almost like, you did it to a degree. When you're in the physio's office, like, yep, whatever you say, I'll do. But in your head, you're just thinking, okay, I'm out for three to four weeks. At the end of the four-week period, it's just healed. Yeah. It's just healed. Whereas nowadays, it's like, no, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, 100%. You've got to stay on top of it. Like, yeah. I, I, so I did my knee. I've done three ACLs all up. But, like, to this day, I still do stuff for my knee. Yeah. Just because, like... It's not the same as it used to be. Mm. So, like, you still got to do the stuff, like band band flexes or whatever they're called. I don't know what they're called. I just know what what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. But um, like, you got to do your squats. You got to do all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't really necessarily like squats because my knees aren't that great. Like, yeah. they're they're good, but they're like not that good to put 160 kilos on and squat. Yeah. Deep, you know, I don't squat mm. deep. Uh, that's probably why I got skinny legs. <laughs> but um, yeah, like. Like you said, after four weeks, you think that you're healed, but mm. you're just going to keep doing that. Um, you know, in saying that, I've had pretty long injuries. Mm. So like, say, shoulder surgeries, knee surgeries, um, they're all pretty, you know, they're all multiple months uh, of rehab. Mm. So like if you've done, you know, a hamstring strain, which is like, I don't know, I've never really done a hamstring, mm. touch wood, but um, say that's six weeks, right? You think that you up to the six weeks you're done. Yeah. But yeah, in saying that, you gotta you gotta keep on top of it, twenty four seven, and and just do little things at, at a time. That uh, first injury is so strange. That like first long like the first time I got a shoulder reconstruction, it like I'd never felt I'd never been like debilitated to a point where I can't move the shoulder. I've got to sit around. It it is a weird like thing in your mind where you're like you feel weak almost, but it's. It's just a, I don't know how to explain it to people listening, but when you've played sport your whole life and you've pretty much relatively been injury free, that first long injury, it just puts your mind in a real strange space. Like it's just weird. Yeah, it is hard. It's, it's definitely hard. Like mentally it's tough because you're so used to doing things that you can't do anymore. Like I've, I had this shoulder surgery, you know, nearly three months ago and it wasn't even a ladder J. Like it wasn't a full surgery, full it was just a repair. Yeah. And it was, um, like the first two nights, man, I couldn't sleep. Eh? Yeah. I was sitting on the lounge, like in my arm sling, like this, yeah. just sitting there, and I was like, "Fuck, how do I, how do I sleep? Like, yeah. I can't sleep. Like I'm trying to lay down with my back down, couldn't do it. Yeah, well, when I sat on the lounge with a pillow, like in between my arm and whatever, yeah, couldn't do it. Eh? Like oh, I, was, I stayed up till like six a.m. Bro, oh. and I just sat there and I was just popping these pills, like yeah. just to like Pain get the pain that. away and make me sleep because I was yeah. tired, but I just couldn't sleep. Yeah, um, and then two days later, like. I finally got my first bit of sleep. Like I, I took it out of the sling mm. and I just felt heaps better with my arm relaxed next to me. Like just like, like I'm not a back sleeper. Yeah, so okay. like I find it real hard to sleep on my back. Mm. Um, so I just laid down like that with the pillow next to me and I just felt heaps more comfortable. Yeah. Finally got a bit of sleep. But um, 
yeah, the, the first injury, bro, like it's it's always the hard part, mm. um, especially knees as well. Um, oh, yeah. Because you, you can't toss, you can't move. Yeah. So like you want to roll oh. over and flip, like I love flipping my legs over and like putting pillows between my legs and yep. all that kind yeah, of I'm stuff. Yeah, the same, I'm the same. So, um, like I'm laying on my back with a pillow underneath my leg and mm. all that kind of stuff with like a knee brace on and all this shit. So yeah. it's kind of tough, but um, yeah, you get used to it. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, being back down in the gong, you loving it or what? Yeah, it's good, man. It's um, obviously the the results aren't going our way. Mm. Um, but in saying that, like I do enjoy being back home with my family, my friends, mm. um, back where I grew up. You know, my junior club. Mm. Uh, but yeah. In saying that, like we um, we've got a big year coming up this year for sure. Mm. Uh, hopefully, we can get a few more, a few more wins and make the finals. Like I said previously, but um, yeah, enjoying enjoying being back home, being back at the club that I started at, and uh, yeah, mm. hopefully we can finish strong this year. What was it like growing up in the in the goal for you? Oh, it's it's good, man. Like I, I'm still living in the same suburb I grew up in. I'm like I'm back at mum's at the moment, just. Just for the time being, trying to find a house up in the Shire. Mm. Um, but, you know, I love it. Like, Berkeley. Like, yeah. no one knows Berkeley. Like, you say, they ask where you're from, you say, Berkeley. They're like, where's that? Yeah. You know, Dapto? Yeah, I know. It's Dapto dogs. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm like, the suburb just before Dapto. Yeah. And then, like, people that know Berkeley, they look at you different. They think that you're, you know, some housing commission sort of thing but like that's just where i grew up like i mm. love the place like mm. i don't see berkeley as a bad place or mm. like a housing commission place like everywhere everyone that grew up there knows what it's like and yep. um you know i still got great mates that are from berkeley so mm. um yeah it's 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 god's country down there but you know when you're down there for too long like i've it's the same shit, man. Like Could be a fish. It's a fishbowl. It's just the same shit, yeah, bro. Yeah. Everyone's doing the same shit they were doing same, when I was you see the same 12 people. years old. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, yeah. fuck, like time to grow up, eh? Uh, <laughs> um, and for, for yourself, you know, was it always rugby league? Was it other sports? Did you, you know, from a young age, did you really attract yourself to rugby league or did you just love sport? I love sports, but rugby league was the main. Mm. Um, you know, I, I have an older brother. He's four years older. Uh so he was always playing footy at the front with his friends. Mm. You know, when I, when I was four years old or three years old, ever since I could start walking, really, yeah. I had a football in my hand. Um, and I just loved it. Mm. I always played footy at the front with my brother and his older friends. And when my friends come over, we'd always play footy. You know, I played touch and tag and rugby union and all that kind of stuff. Anything mm. to do with an oval football, like a rugby ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, never played soccer or anything like that. Played a bit of baseball, t-ball. Um, all that stuff but yeah football rugby rugby league was my main my main one and i always wanted to play football like growing up always wanted to play nrl mm. never really had any ambitions to do anything else like i never saw myself working yeah, like well. even though how bad that sounds like i always just wanted to become a rugby league player and yeah. i had done everything i could to get to that level mm. um but yeah like I, I grew up loving football like andrew johns was my favorite player mm. um i was a knights fan um but as a kid, I think I had every jersey. Um, oh, really? I had a Warriors jersey, had a no way. Bulldogs jersey. Yeah. Like my family went for Manly. So like, I, I don't think I had a Manly jersey though, but my, my brother did. Um, but I had a Warriors one, Bulldogs one, because my pop went for the doggies. Warriors, I think I got when they made the grand final. That would have been 2001, two? Yeah, like yeah. I, I, don't even, I don't even know, but I had a, I had a Warriors jersey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just loved footy ever since I was young, man, and um, it's always w what I wanted to do. I was about to say, did you play for 
Dapto growing up, but... Nah, not Dapto. I was a Berkeley boy. Yeah, uh, I was a Berkeley, Berkeley. junior. And then I, I moved over to the western suburbs, uh, I think when I was maybe 12 or 13. Mm. Our team folded, so we won a, won the grand final, and then everyone started moving away. Like, we had a pretty good so team. So you won the GF and then fought the club fight? Yeah, our team was pretty good. Uh, bro, our team was pretty good. Like, we'd, we'd beat teams, well, like 130 nil and that. Like Holy. We had, it was me, um, you know, Jackson Hastings, mm. Adam Clune. Wow. Um, we had DJ Harris, which who was a very good player when he was younger. Mm. Um, you know Ryan James, not Ryan James that plays for oh. played NRL, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was another good young player that was down our way. Um, but we just had a yeah pretty strong squad, man. Like we we win the grand final. I think we it was pretty close. We I think we won like twenty. Who'd you beat? Six four or something. Uh, the rule. Pretty the sure rule. Through. The butchers. Yeah, pretty sure it was the rule. Yeah. Um, and then I went over to West and played a oh. year up. Um, and then uh, played there for like three or four years and then ended up going into the 20s. Mm. And, and so coming through the ranks, did you make the rep sides or anything like that or was it? <clears throat> yeah, I played, um, yeah, I played most of the rep teams. Um, I, the only one I didn't play, I think, when I was in year 12 or 11, 12, mm. when I did my first ACL. Yeah, okay. And I got sick. So I was out, out of uh, for nearly two years for that. Mm. So then I come back and then played um, an under-18s game for West and then went into the 20s. Um, when I was, I think I was 17 or 18, 18 I think I was. And then, um, yeah, I made most rep teams though growing up. Like mm. I played under 12s PWSA, yeah. um, played schoolboys uh, for New South Wales CHS. Um, yeah, so most most teams I made, I was pretty pretty um, say blessed in that way. Yeah. But because um, not many people get to make rep teams, but mm. then all of a sudden, you know, they turn into the young guns now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't really matter if you make them teams or not. Like you can you can still be a great footballer. Um, when, when you did that first ACL, and then <coughs> so you did your first ACL. What what like as a young kid, like so you're sixteen. What's your headspace like? What are you thinking? Like, well, I was playing Ostag. Um, I filled in for my cousin. I wasn't even supposed to play, oh. and I was in Harold Matts at the time or SG Ball, SG Ball. Um, and like, I went to do a step, and I spun, and my leg just stayed there. Oh. And I felt it pop, and I wasn't Ooh. sure. Like, I didn't really know injuries at the time. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah like, for sure. Oh, I'm, like, just hurt my knee. Yeah. Went off, iced it up, and I was like, oh, it feels alright. Like, mm. have you done an ACL? No. So when you do an ACL, like it hurts like straight away, and then it like feels a little bit swollen. Mm. But then after, like you can walk on and stuff. So I was like, oh, I feel alright. So I went back on there, played on the wing, and I was like, oh, it does hurt a little bit. So I like just went off again, mm. and then I didn't get it checked out because the next day I felt okay. <laughs> so like two weeks later, I was playing, or one week later, I was playing um, touch football at school oh in the God. in the courtyard, like in the basketball court, and I someone did a grubber, and I went to go get the ball and stop and my leg hyperextended and I was like fuck there's something going on here right eh? like my knee's no good yeah. so when I got the physio when I saw the physio after school and I was checking it down they were like oh we're gonna have to get a scan it looks like you've done your ACL oh my and I remember God. I was sitting there I was like oh if I've done my ACL I'm just gonna keep playing like I'm not gonna get surgery I'll just, <laughs> I'll just play I'll just play yeah. and they're like mate you can't do that I was like yeah. I'll be able to do it but like I'll, I'll just do it <laughs> didn't know the extent of the injury and yeah. then um yeah then I had to get ACL surgery then you know, a few months later, I got sick with the arthritis, and then you know I was out for 19 months of football, and then like I'm still on the injections to this day. I mm. still take uh, Embril, 
um, which is an injection I take every week, and take folic acid and, and methotrexate, which is a mm. tablet that goes with the needle. Um, but ha- so the the so you do your ACL. How long into the ACL recovery did you get? Like two three months. Yeah. So like my elbows and wrists started seizing up. So yeah. like I just thought it was from the crutches because yeah. of like walking around. Yeah, walking around there. I was like, fuck, what's going on here? And then like. I was going to the physio, getting physio on them. They thought I had tennis elbow. Then my fingers started seizing up. And then, like, say this water bottle was brand new, mm. I wouldn't be able to open it. Oh, really? Because, like, it was, like, twisting my wrist. Yeah. So, like, that would hurt. Mm. Um, then I went over to America and saw a doctor over there with my old man. So, so at this stage, okay, so at this stage, everything's hurting. And the advice you're getting from doctors here is, like, oh, it's, you'll be right. Like, I was getting tests and stuff, and it wasn't coming up. Yeah. So, nothing, like, we didn't know what was going on. Mm. And then I went over to America. Oh, sorry. I went and so I did my right ACL, mm. and then the left knee blew up like it blew up like a balloon. And then I went and saw a doctor, and he took fluid out of it mm. and tested it. Come back with rheumatoid. So I started getting on the injections then. And then my parents they like stress out about me all the time. So they were ringing up, uh, not ringing up. They were looking up places in America like really how good to, places how to cure like yeah. rheumatoid arthritis and all yeah. this kind of stuff and there's not a cure but like you can you can maintain it yeah if you get on top of it quick enough mm. so me and my old man went over to sacramento i think it was and saw a doctor over there we went over there for two weeks and um like i'm not sure if that helped me or if the injections helped me like i'm yeah. still on the injections to this day and, mm. and and i'm pretty good so um yeah we tried everything went over there and then i got told from the rheumatologist down in Wollongong my, that's still my rheumatologist he told me that there's a chance of me not playing footy ever again yeah so like knowing me as a young kid like even when I did my ACL I was like they're saying I've got to get surgery I'm like no I'm gonna I'm gonna play it mm. so when he told me that I was like nah fuck I'm I'm gonna be back like yeah. I'm gonna play football again mm. like not gonna not make me play football yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. um and then I was pretty blessed that you know I got got on top of it pretty quick and then came back um so yeah so 19 months out of footy with that and then um went over to to sacramento with my old man did a few different things like it was like it was weird like it's hard to explain it was like it wasn't like any medication involved it was like a little black box with like a little fucking electric box sort of thing you'd put it on there put your finger on there zap yourself swap it over zap it so was it, it was like, different, bro. It, was, it was like alternative medicine or something. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, <laughs> but then again, I don't know if that fixed me or not. I don't yeah, know. Okay. You, never know, you just but, don't know. Um, wow. But yeah, like I only had, I only had the arthritis in my elbows, wrists and fingers, like, and a little bit in my neck. Like I mm. never got in my knees, which okay. is strange. So yeah. like, and never attacked my knees mm. where everyone now says, oh, I've got bad knees because my arthritis. Mm. Like it never went to my knees. Yeah. Okay. So like I never had it in my lower limbs. So I've always, I always had it in my wrists, fingers, and elbows mainly. Mm, yeah. Um. So yeah, like my knees might have a little bit of arthritis in it now because of all, all the, the injuries I've it. had. Yeah. Um, with no cartilage and stuff, but that I don't think it's rheumatoid. Mm. It's probably osteoarthritis. So how how does that that kind of the arthritis sickness happen? Is it just a natural reaction in your body to something? Is it just was always going to happen you don't know not sure man like, probably like probably hereditary like my nan had it really bad okay okay um and like i'm not blaming my nan but like i probably got it from her yeah yeah like it was probably along the family line yeah for sure. genetic um because like if 
if you're gonna get it, you've always had it. You know, yeah, what I mean? okay. like something had to trigger it. Yeah, okay. Um, it's not something you catch. Are, yeah, like yeah. I don't think I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think. Like so. if you can catch arthritis and everyone would have it, yeah. I'd just go and cough on someone. <laughs> no, nah, I, w- I wouldn't wish arthritis upon anyone. It's pretty. It's a pretty bad disease to have. Um, now a lot of people struggle a lot more than what I do, so I'm pretty mm. um, pretty pretty blessed in that way that you know. Um, that I get to play football and play sport and do the mm. things that I love because most people that have arthritis, rheumatoid, yeah. like they can't get out of bed some days, man. Yeah, like wow. I remember when I was young, I couldn't get out of bed. Like mm. I didn't go to school barely because I couldn't, like I was embarrassed. Like I was like 83 kilo probably at the time. Mm. I looked like 71, bro. And like yeah, wow. I got on this tablet called Pregnazone mm. and it was like a steroid and like it gave me acne all over my back. It was oh, fully fucked up, yeah. eh? Like I was like, on a hot day, man, like a 34 degree day, I'm wearing a hoodie, walking around because I had like pimples on my neck. I was that embarrassed. As a young kid, you get embarrassed about that shit. So you're like, fuck, I don't don't want people to see that. So I'm sitting there with a hoodie on, fucking sweating my guts up, 71 kilos, skinny ass, like fucking like that. And I'm just walking around thinking, fuck, I don't even want to be out here. I was just embarrassed, man. So So the 19 months that you're out, how did you deal with that mentally? Because I'm sure there would have been periods during that where you're like, all right, I'm going to try to go back. And then you couldn't go back or? Well, it was, it was hard because like, so it hit me straight away. Like when I got it, like it just kept getting worse and worse. So like it delayed my rehab with my knee. So that's probably why I was out for so long. Okay. Because like I couldn't do the rehab on my knee because like I said, I couldn't walk. Yeah. Didn't like, I could walk, but I just didn't have energy to get out of bed. Like yeah. couldn't do anything with my arms. Um, and then, started taking these injections saw that doctor and i started getting better and i was like fuck i can start doing things now mm. start doing rehab on my knee start doing weights again like i remember my i think it was my right elbow like i couldn't lock it out so i was like that yeah okay. so like when i'd try and do bench and stuff it hurt like all through here yeah so then i went and got a cortisone in there mm. and then like two three days later like i was back to normal and oh, I was really? like, fuck. so i could start doing weights again mm. started putting on weight did my rehab and then you know that's 16 I was 16 years old, so that was, what, 28 now? That's 12 years ago. Mm. I haven't had a problem with that knee since. Yeah, well. Wow. Since this year. Like, I started hurting again this yeah, year, but yeah. not my ACLs, mm. like, probably, like, the osteoarthritis or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, like, that long delay probably helped my knee a little bit okay. as well. Mm. Um, because when I did my left ACL the first time at the Bronx, I did it again the year after mm. so i probably didn't have long enough off i think i'd come back running after like three months or four months oh, wow. and it's usually like the second time i did the acl i didn't run till six months yeah well, because okay. i was like i'm gonna give every chance every chance yeah. that i got to give it time to heal before i start moving mm. so i was still doing rehab but i wasn't moving fast yeah um and that knee now is like good i've done a patelagraph which um which comes with some complications in the kneecap like when i first started running my knee started was hurting because like when you'd run to mm. slow down you obviously got to put your body over your your knees yeah um so like bending your knees and stuff hurt so i just concentrated on that like every day after training after rehab i'd go home and sit on a step and just do like you know knee like you'd bend down touch your other heel on the floor mm. and just put all that stress through that knee to get used to the pain now that knee don't don't hurt hey like that mm. needs pretty good um so um but mentally mentally wise like as a 16 year old when when i did that knee like it was it was tough yeah especially getting told like you're not gonna 
be able to play footy and all that kind of stuff. Today, but I, was, like, I was a pretty confident kid, so I was always mm. like, "No, nah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what you so say I can't. I can't do." Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, what was your first few matches like back blowing? What was that? Sorry, your first few matches back were you just blowing? Yeah, I played like so. Like my first game back, I remember I I played an SG ball game. It was the last game of the year. We played Melbourne down there. Mm. I played like. So what you went? So okay, so you twenty did pre, minutes. You did a preseason and then played, or you just come straight back in? No, so I came. Um, so I missed the first year mm. of SG Ball. So I was only seventeen. SG Ball was eighteens. Yeah. So um, missed the first year and then missed like half of the year yep, leading after. in. So like SG Ball, I think there's only like ten games or whatever. Mm. Um, so there was like or nine games or some shit. So I missed most of that and then came in the last game. Played Melbourne, like that was like a trial match for me just to see how my knee yeah, goes. Yeah. Played like half a game or 20 minutes or whatever it was. Um, and then the week after I played for the played for West in the 18s. And then the week after that played a uh, second grade game for West. Yep. And then after that went into the 20s. Yeah, so okay. like, How'd I can't you, really remember what my lungs were like back there. I was probably a little bit more fitter than what I am How did you get back into the system so quickly? Were they just I was, I was contracted with the Dragons. So you signed just before you did your so ACL? So I, I was signed with the oh, Dragons okay. when I did my ACL. Yeah, okay. So like I, I did that doing Ostag and yeah. then they were filthy at me because I did it Ostag, Ostag and it wasn't relative to football. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I didn't do it at training. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't do it inside their premises. Yeah. It was away from it. it was, oh. And it was like a day before um, was, uh, before SG Ball started. Mm. So they were filthy at me. But like... As a young kid, like I said, I've always wanted to play. Like I loved sports, so I've always played all tag, touch, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you're getting a, you're getting a bit crazy if you're making sixteen year olds not play any other sport oh, well, and just play league. That's yeah, getting a bit well, much. I always grew up playing touch and stuff like that. So like, because then what, what do you do at school then? Do you just like sit out of HPE and that or PE? Like, nah, I just play a handball. <laughs> you, probably, you might do it there. I was king at handball. No, no I wasn't really, I'll I'll tell pretty, you pretty up. bad I'll at handball. I tell you up easy in handball, bros. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would. <laughs> no, I'm just, um, so you, you move straight back into the um, under twenties, pretty much. Like what three games in, you straight back into it. Yep, and then. What, how did transpire in the under 20s for you to leave uh, the Dragons in the next year or two? Um, well, they only offered me one year. Mm. So the Dragons offered me a one year contract. So, you, um, so did you have a, you had a year in under 20s, you played well? So I had a year in under 20s mm. and then I had another year in under 20s. Okay. And then um, I was coming off contract mm. and they, because of all my arthritis mm. and my knee, yeah. like they didn't know how I was going to go. Like they thought that sure. I could not play footy again or mm. like don't know how my body's going to hold up. Yep. So they offered me a one-year contract and I was like, oh, I think like I had no security behind me. Like what if I got injured again or whatever, yep. then I've got nothing as a young kid. Mm. I was like, I need two years. They wouldn't offer me two years. Mm. So I was like, I, I feel like I'm a bit worth more than that. Like I feel like I can – play first grade mm. to start with and I feel like I can I need more of a chance to get my body right. Yeah. And they only offered me one year. So they didn't really have the confidence in me to to get to where I could get to. So I met up with the Bulldogs. Des Hazel was there at the time. Um and I wanted to play centre. Mm. So I think they had Tim Lafay and um I think oh, Jay Moz maybe playing mm. centres there. So I was like, oh fuck, I'm not gonna go there and play first grade yeah like, yeah. like they've got good centers yep. and then the sharks my manager was talking to the sharks 
and then they asked uh, if they wanted to catch up. So I caught up with Flano, and then I felt like like they got wooden spoon the year before in the 2014, I think it was. And so just for listeners for context, at this stage, you're a New South Wales under-20s player and a junior kangaroo. Yeah. So for the context of people going, oh, one year, that doesn't sound too unreasonable. It's like, well, we're dealing with a guy that's currently in the under-20s New South Wales side that towed Queensland up and played in the junior kit. Yeah. Kangaroos. Yeah, against New yeah. Zealand, yeah. yeah. We lost that game, though. <laughs> the, the, the junior kangaroos one? Yeah, we yeah. lost that, yeah. But, like, just for context of of where you were at in yeah. regards to standard kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so I met up with Flano and then, like, I was playing back row at the time in the 20s. So, like, I was kind of going there to play back row as mm. well. But I was like, fuck, they've got Luke Lewis and Wade Graham there. Yeah. So I was like, I was thinking one day and I was like, I think I rang Flano and said, listen, hey, hey mate. Um, and as a young kid, you're nervous talking to the first grade coach. Yeah. So, hey, mate, um, you know, I'm just ringing up to to see if it's all right if I can train at centre. Like, like I want to try myself at centre. Like, I, I feel like if I play back row, I'm not going to get a spot because mm. you've got two good back rows there. I'm, like, it was like the same case at the Bulldogs. Mm. Um, and then he's like, yeah, mate, no worries. And then they had Gerard Bill and Ricky Latelli playing centre. So, like, two... Two older fellas that you know done their time in first grade and stuff so i was like i had to compete for that and i wasn't going to get a start so first game didn't i was 18th man oh sorry so so you decided to sign with them because you felt you could play center no i felt like i could play first grade first grade okay. so i wanted to play first grade because dragons also said that they didn't see if i if they could see a uh, spot in the first grade team for me yeah okay but so whereas Flano like, said we'll give you a crack somewhere well like they, very, very they, well, i just felt like because they like no disrespect, but they lost. They won the wooden spoon, so I was like, I'm more of a chance going oh, okay. there, I see and like I can maybe play yep. a position there. You okay. know what I mean? Yep. So I was trying to look after myself. So you signed there. a two year deal. Signed a two year deal, and then um, 18th man first game. Sorry, just sorry, just to go back, I've jumped around a bit. Had you done a full preseason with first grade yet, or you just been a under did 20s? a full preseason in 2014 with the Dragons? Okay, okay, and then. First one with the Sharks. First time the Sharks in yeah. like 2014 going into 2015. Yep. Um, and then... What was it like rolling played, in to see Gallon, guys like Gallon, Luke Lewis in a preseason? Yeah, it was, it was good, man. But like, I was nervous, eh? Like, like I said, I was a pretty confident kid. But like, when I, my first few weeks at the Sharks, I was like, got kind of homesick. I was like, fuck. I don't even know if I want to be here, eh? Like, oh, really? I asked Flano if I could go back to the Dragons and that. Did you? Yeah, I was like... Oh, can I go back to the Dragons? He's like, give it a chance, mate. Because blah, blah, blah. I was nervous. Like, I didn't well, know anyone. How that As a young kid, I was like, I don't know anyone. I only knew Vera Holmes because I played Aussie yeah. schoolboy. Uh, not schoolboys, Aussie um, team with him. And then so what, he, so wasn't at, he wasn't at training at the time. So it was just all the older fellas. And I was like, you know when you're a young kid, no yeah, one you talks don't want to you. talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one talks to you. And so they're like, old fuck, school I feel too. Out of, I feel out of, yeah. like, out of place. So walk us through. Okay, so you've gone for a few weeks. How does the conversation do you go up to Flano in his office? How do you no, go? No, we'll train at um, Barden Ridge, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like away from the thing. And then I went up to him and said, um, oh, I don't want to I don't want to be here. Like, he, go, he sent me home. He sent me home for a week. He goes, go home, think about it, come back. Went oh, back, bro, and man. I loved every minute. Eh? I was like, fuck. Like, I, just, I just felt like, not that I was a spoilt kid. It was just that, like, I was... I just got homesick and like as a young kid moving up to Cronulla and stuff like that, you're like away from your family and friends, whatever. I still lived at home 
Yeah. Like, I wasn't away from him for that long. I it was, was just, more just a comfort I was just, zone. Yeah, I was just out of my comfort zone, and yeah. I was more of a comfort zone person. Yeah. Now, I love it. I love being out of comfort zones. Mm. Like, it makes you who you are. But um, he sent me home for a week, come back, and then like, when the whole anything? team started coming back, like, I yeah. uh, think, like, Louis and all that, and they all started coming back. Mm. And then um, Val wasn't there at the time because I don't know where, where he was, but he, he came back, and then I started feeling at home more. Mm. And then Louis took me under his wing. Became real good mates with Louis, came real close with him. Started loving every every minute of it. Like I was like, thank fuck I didn't leave. Like yep. I, I'm so happy that I'm here. Did any of the boys chat to you about it, or did Flano chat to you about it at all after? Like, did he say anything to you that made you go, you know what? Like I'll give it. To be honest, crack. I can't really remember. Eh? Yeah, I, yeah. I, like he might have got Gouda give me a call maybe. Yeah, he was okay. the captain. Yeah, but I can't I can't really remember to be honest. Yeah. But um. Like once I mean, once all the older boys started coming back, I just yeah. felt more well, comfortable. It seems. The timing seems quite uh, coincidental that Luke Louis took you under his ring, well, under his wing when you came back. It seems to me like they might have said, "Louis, you need to fucking speak to this young fella." Yeah, maybe I don't know, but he, um, he, I don't think he was training at the time when I when I did like leave. Yep. Because um, it's so important for a senior player to take a younger fella under his wing. Yeah, it helps so much. Yeah, he was so he much. was really good for me. Like Groover was. Um, you can't get much better than Groove. Nah, well. Groove was good, man. Yeah. He, he, like I'm still pretty close with him to this day. Um, I used to stay at his house now. Like it, yeah. to think that you stayed at someone's house like Luke Lewis's, yeah, pretty crazy. And then I was going to move to Cronulla actually. Um, in the back of uh, Paul Gallon's house, he had a granny flat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, um, mate, he would have been charging you an arm and a leg. No, nah, he was only going to charge oh, me like fifty bucks, bro. Mate, or fifty or a hundred bucks a week. He would have stung you. He would have like, stung you. No, nah, he was actually all right. Gal, but, mate, he loves cash, Gal. I know he loves cash, but he, he was actually going to do me a solid. <laughs> if it was me, I would have gave it to me for free. But, <laughs> but um, no, nah, I just felt like I wanted to stay home. Like I said, mm. my family and friends were down there. But um, yeah, I up, anyway, going back to the story, I went back to the Sharks and, and ended up loving it. And then um, I was, um, when I played the Nines, mm. and I had a pretty good Nines tournament over there. Yep. Come back, and then I was 18th man for the, fir for the first game, second game, went and played for Newtown. Mm. Third game, went and played for Newtown again. Then fourth game, I debuted off the bench. And so then, how did that come about, the debut? Um. Flano just brought me into his office and said, I'm going to bring you off the bench. Okay. Um, what, what was the different chat? Because, like, you're 18th man two weeks in a row. Yeah. Did he say to you, you're, not, you're definitely not 18th man now, you're going to be playing? Because, like, uh, sometimes when you're 18th man, you, you're thinking, oh, I might play because there's an injury. Well, me and, me and Val were 18th and 19th man the first okay. game. Okay. And then he, he was only going to let one of us play 20s, and I wanted to play 20s with him. Okay. With Val, I was like, oh, oh let okay. me go back and play 20s. He's like, no, one of you have to be 18th man. Yeah, you're going back to play 20s, Birdie. You're you're playing 18th mm. man. Okay. So I did that. Went back. Val, I think Val played the week after, mm. or maybe round three. And I went and played for Newtown the second week, third week, fourth week. Come off the bench, and Benny Barber got suspended. He was playing five eight. Mm. No, he got suspended week three. I'm pretty sure week two, week three, and then they put Wade Graham at five eight, and I come off the bench, and then. Week five, Flano goes, you're going to play 5-8. So I was like, fuck, yeah, right, oh, sweet. And, like, I like 5-8, yeah. so I was like, yeah, mad. And then I played against the Roosters, scored two tries, had a try assist, and that was probably the best game I've ever played in my, in my career. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, and then, yeah, and then I just stuck to 5-8 the whole year. I got Dalian, a rookie of the year, 
Um, and then the year after they signed Jimmy and Chad. Mm. So then I moved to the centers and then, yep. and then, yeah, That's then I true. just pretty much made myself home at center. What do you remember the most about your debut? Is there anything that sticks out to you at all? Just that feeling of going. Oh, mad. just go. Just yeah, just getting that little uh, interchange card walking along the sideline. Yeah. You're like, fuck! I finally made Holy it. Holy shit! Like, finally, finally got to play first grade. Finally made it. Big day. It was at Shark Park. Were you nervous? Yeah, I was nervous. I was fucking. It's weird, man. Like, the first few years, I was nervous before every game. Mm. But when you play, like, I don't know if it's a comfort zone thing, but like, as time goes on, like, you don't get as nervous. I like, think it's because like it's because it's probably because you've done it so many times. Like the nerves is gone. Mm. But like when I came back from injury, I got nervous again. Yeah, okay. and I feel like that's the fire that I needed. Like mm. when you get nervous, bro. Like I feel like it's a good thing because mm. you're like you're ready for it. You concentrate on it. If you don't get nervous, I feel like you're fucking your head's out of the game. Mm. You don't really care about it too much. I lost well, a little yeah. bit of that there at times. Um, but yeah, now like, I get nervous before games, man. Yeah, because like nervous energy means you're worried about. You know, failing. The outcome. Yeah, the outcome. And if you're like, you want to play good footy, you yeah. want to, you know, you want to play, you want to play the best you can, you can play. Mm. And sometimes you're not going to do that. Like you can't play the best you can play every week, yeah. week in, week out. And that's what people don't understand. Like you play grouse one week or two weeks in a row, and then you play a bad game, and everyone's calling you fucking shit, <laughs> blah blah. You're like, fuck, mate. Like I can't. If I could play like that every week. I would. I, I would. Yeah. If anyone can do that, they would. Like, yeah. it's not like a button you can push and be like, "I'm going to play good today." Yeah, sometimes like, it just works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, like sometimes it just doesn't go to the game plan, or yeah. like, or your head's not in it. Like, you've got other shit going on outside of footy, mm. but like, you can't play good every week. But mm. like, in saying that, like, I've blocked out all the noise now. Like, I don't really care what anyone thinks of me. Mm. Um, whereas a young bloke you used to think like you try yeah. and impress like people. I was going to say yeah. bad word, but you try and impress people. Um, now, like, I, I couldn't really be bothered, man. Like, I know what I'm capable of doing. Mm. I know what I can achieve and, and I know what what I can do. So, like, if I don't do it, I, I know that I haven't done it, but I know I can do it. So, yeah. it's just like, just like as long as I'm happy with myself, like, that's that's all that matters to yeah. me, man. Like, and, and making my family and friends proud, like, that's all that, that matters to me now, eh? Yeah. And so, did you remember anything on the field? Like, for example, your first hit up, my first hit up, I was like, oh, it's not actually as crazy as I thought it was going to be. I think be. my first run, I got lifted on my head, eh? From, um, what's that little hooker that I used to play for him? Uh, friend? Friend, yeah. Yeah, friend. Yeah, wow. I think put, I you on your, put you on your head. Yeah, I think he, like, put, like lifted me up, yeah. I, really? think, I think it was my first run, or might have been my second run. And Dave Taylor was playing then, so he was a big, big He's boy. so big. But did you, did you feel like, oh, like, the contact isn't, they're not as strong as I thought they'd be, or this isn't as fast as I thought it would be? It's uh, it's fast. It's I, fast, man. But like, I don't reckon it. You don't. They don't feel as strong as I imagined them to be. Bro, I feel like um, even though they're still I feel strong. Like third grade playing down Wollongong would be like because it's so tougher, slow. Because they well, they're always out there trying to hurt you. Yeah, trying to hurt you and that. So like, they're probably like trying to hurt you more. Like first grade, it's more like technique and all yeah. that kind of stuff. You're not trying to put massive shots on all the time. Yeah. So like, it's more like three man tackles. Like come in, get you to the ground. tackle, get you to the ground, control you. Yeah. Whereas like. Club footy, like they're out there trying to fucking whack you. Take your head off. Yeah, 100. Okay, so first year you win uh, Dally M Hooker. Uh, Dally M Hooker, yeah. <laughs> hooker. Rookie, rookie. Yeah, Dally M Rookie. I mean, what are you thinking? You know, kid from Berkeley just rolling in. Yeah, crazy. The Dally man, M hey. Knights, you're looking around, all the best of the best. You've got Cam Smith over there. You've got, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. You've got man. all the goats just rolling around and you're just this young rookie just going, like you've got Thurston there, Tamalolo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you mean, man. It's um, it's a 
pretty pretty big moment, eh? Um, and some pretty esteemed players on that rookie of the year. Yeah, there is, there is, hundred percent, there is. You know, it's it was, you know, it's fortunate that I got it. You know, I think I think I played good footy that year. It was probably one of the best seasons I've had. Mm. Um, and in saying that, like most people play best their rookie year because you're you're not known. Like mm. no one knows how you play. Yeah. So like you're unpredictable. Mm. Um. But yeah, like it, it was a big moment. Like obviously winning that set the benchmark to what I want to want to achieve in football. Mm. Um, the year after, I won the grand final at center at 21 years of age yeah. you know what i mean and like you always think you're going to play finals like i said before you always think you're going to be in them semi-finals and all that kind of stuff but that's not the case like you gotta be pretty fortunate to to make the finals and you can't you know you you can't take it um for granted because yeah it might not never happen again like yeah. i'm pretty lucky i won a grand final at 21 because who knows like who knows if i'm gonna ever win another one yeah you know what i mean like look at nathan highmarsh and stuff yeah. Never won one. Look at Paul Gallen. Like he won one his last year. Yeah. Or second last year. Crazy. So like, and he played for twenty odd years, man. It's mm. it's just crazy that mm. I won it in my second year. Yeah. So that's that that next year, um, you re-signed, but only a one year contract. Why why was that one year contract? You just won Dalian Rookie of the Year. You would have been getting offers from. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Hey, to be honest, I wish I signed for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because like rookie of the year, you would have at least had some offers at a two to three years from other clubs. Yeah, especially at well, number six. Well, I saw two years at the Sharks and then played that one year. Then we got an upgrade the second year. So and then I just extended for one more year. Yeah. And then um, don't know why it was only one year. Mm. Well, they got a good can't, deal. Can't recall. Yeah. Okay, so 2016, obviously. Sorry, 17. So you play 16. How did you feel? And you played centre for most of the. Most of the year in sixteen, yeah, I played centre the whole year. For yeah, yeah, and so played a little bit of fullback here and there, but like not, not much. Sixteen's um, obviously the year; it's the year that it all comes together. Did you, you know, it's easy to look back now in hindsight and say, did you feel something special? But like, was there something special in that preseason in the early in year? Sixteen, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we just built a good. Built a good platform from 15 into 16. Yeah. So, like, we made the semifinals in 15. Mm. Um, beat the Rabbitohs in the first semi. Then went and played Cowboys. Got slaughtered, like, 34 nil or whatever it was, 39 nil. And then um, I think we just built what we knew what we could do. So, we just took from 2015 on to 2016 and built from that. Mm. And I think first game we played Cowboys up there in 16, we lost like 14, 12 or some, something like that. And then the second game we won, third game we lost. Then fourth game we just went on a win streak, like we mm. won 17 or 18 in Crazy. a row, 17 in a row, yeah. or 16 and a half, and we drew. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so like we just, I feel like as a team then we're real close. Mm. Like, and I say it to this day, like if you're close <clears throat> off the field, in like saying not saying like party wise or anything like that i'm saying like you have a day off and you're catching up with 10 of the boys for a coffee mm. or a feed yeah then you're going to be close at training you're going to be close on, on the field mm. you're going to have each other's backs like mm. you're going to you're going to trust each other 
Um, I feel like that's what we had. We just had a massive um, culture, like a mad culture yeah. at, at the Sharks. Mm. Um, and like, it wasn't just the young boys. It was like a mix of us. Like, you know, it was old boys, young boys, reserve graders. Yeah. Like, we we're all just so close. Mm. And that's what I think made us successful in 2016. Yeah, just that close. Because like when you're on the field, if you have that close knit, that's the that's the one percenters. It's like not wanting to let your mate down. Like everyone yeah. trains as hard as each other. Everyone's essentially as strong as each other. There's no no team that you play where you go, wow, like they're extra yeah. strong or they're extra fit. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a tight knit group. So before we get to the grand final though, you make your debut for New South Wales. Do you remember how you got the call and how that all come about? Yeah, so I was um I didn't make the first one. So I played two in 2016. Mm. First one didn't play. Second one, I was 18th man. Mm. And I was, um, like when you're 18th man or... Um, Do you remember the call though to come into camp? No, nah, I can't. Can't remember I can't it? Can't remember <laughs> um, But um, I think they just told I think Flano told me. So you're going to make it this year, mate, kind of thing? Or oh, you're just gonna you're it? going in the camp. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or Gia sure. told me, someone like that told me. Do you remember walking sure. into camp at all or... Um, or like a team meeting or something where you're going, holy shit. Oh, uh, not really. Like it was up in, um, where's the big banana? Coffs Harbour. Yeah. It was up there. And um, like, I just remember being around like all like the players guy. that you'd never think that you'd be playing with, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and like, you always have drink ups and that, your first night and stuff. And uh, they're like, I think Fergo and stuff were in there and they were trying to make me drink red wine and i wasn't real much of a red wine i did You're like red wine but i wasn't much of a red wine drinker yeah and i got fucking polax <laughs> and i was like fuck and then like i went off red wine for like four years bro I was oh like, really yeah like I, I didn't drink it anymore and then like, i love red wine now um but um yeah i was i was only i think i was so like when you're 18 for 19th man and stuff you go in there for a few days and if you've got a game coming up like for your club mm. you can go back and yeah. play and train so like i think jame was was playing center mm. and um dylan walker was on the bench and they i think jame was done his hamstring mm. so then they it was out of me and bryce cartwright that were going to debut yeah and then the, uh laurie said that i was going to debut and then d d walks went into the centers and i come onto the bench and <laughs> Like I was, I was legit about to go home, like to go oh, train wow. and stuff like that, and get ready to play for the Sharks. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck, this is um." Like I was keen to go home because I was like, I wanted to go and play. Like I, and like the experience in the camp was was hectic. Yeah, but like I was ready to go and get ready to play for the Sharks. Yep. And then um, I got called in, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, this this is hectic, eh?" Like, the who would have thought? Who would have thought? Like two years in, that I was gonna play origin win a comp well, i didn't win a comp by them but like yeah play origin and then um get to play with all these players that i never thought i'd play yeah. football with yeah um like considering two years ago i was on like i was sick probably yeah. wasn't gonna play footy again yeah oh for sure and then two for or three sure. years later i'm playing origin yeah. like, it was just insane um yeah it was, it was a hectic ride man like I, I played five games end up playing five games two and 16 three and 17 and then um well, I feel like when I moved to the the Bronx, like every like there was um, some someone put a curse on me or something. Yeah. I don't know. I injuries. just had a bad run of injuries and, um. You know, pretty unfortunate. But I mean, you know, that's 
that's how it goes. That's football yeah, for you. Part of footy. But um, do you remember the debut? Like sitting on the bench, looking up, realizing like I'm in an Origin match. Oh, well, like I, only, I think I only played like ten minutes the first one, eh? Like, and Mate, I was ten I was, minutes more I was, than any of I, us have played. I was sitting there like freezing my ass off. I was like with the jacket on. I was like, fuck. For a couple of minutes of time, I was like, am I am I going to get on or, or yeah. what? And then they end up putting me on, and then yeah, it was hectic. Like the the experience and the the um the crowd, the atmosphere. It's fucking. Was the speed of the game just fucking nuts? Well, probably not at that time. It was like yeah, seventy okay. minutes in, so. Um, like it was still fast and yeah. it's still aggressive and all that kind of stuff, but um, yeah, man, it was just like like you've played in a few big games, mm. like when you're in that atmosphere, like you just try and block out all the noise and yeah, like you hear the crowd and all that kind of stuff when someone makes a good run or a good tackle or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, it was just it was just a dream come true. Like I was a young kid and just get got to do what I always wanted to do and and, mm. I, and I finally did it and and um. What's your favourite origin moment that you had in those five games? Uh, well, I don't know, eh? What's, what sprung to mind first when I said that? What was the first thing you thought of? <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know. There was, um, I made a break once, Tommy Thurston. And That's went fucking through, sick. And I nearly scored, but Darbs stopped me. Darbs stopped you? I think it was Darbs, yeah. Darbs I think he was playing fullback at the time. Yeah. He stopped me. Him and Oatsy. Um, so that would have, yeah, 2017, it was at the year And there was another later. one where um, Jimmy pushed um, Corey Parker and then remember when Woods jumped Oh, Woodsy, yeah. oh, were you, okay, so yeah, you were part of that. Yeah, I was there. That's mad, I was there mad. then, like, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I was... I mean, just being able to say you draw a dummy to Thurston in the Origin Arena, like, that's a... I know... Well, I, was, I, was, I was lucky enough to play with Thurston. I played the Indigenous All-Stars yeah, with yeah. Him. And GI, like I like those two players, like I grew up watching, and I mm. never thought that I was gonna get the chance to play with them. Yeah, like got the chance to play against them, but to play yeah. with them, I was like, "Fuck, it's the best, it's crazy, eh?" Oh, right. In in the origin, so and you did did you get a game up in Suncorp? Yep. What was that like for you? Just yeah, it was good. It was, it was it was good because it was like the banner from the fans. Like obviously, I'm on the sideline. Mm. It's um. You go up and up and down the sideline warming up, like the fans are just giving it to you. So it's just like there's something special about a packed out Suncorp Stadium. Yeah. It was it's just especially in origin, I don't know. I wish I got to do it a little bit more at the Bronx, but I just <laughs> didn't really get the chance to do it. But um <laughs> no, it was uh Suncorp's a different beast, eh? Like mm. I I love that stadium. It's yep. um the atmosphere is there is fucking insane. You know, Queenslanders they love their football. Mm. Um, which which makes it, you know what I mean? They they just fucking they bring the vibes, they bring the energy, and it's fucking yeah, it's mad. It's it's, it's, mad. it's insane. All right, so that same year, 2016, you're going on this run. At what point in that final series did you go? We absolutely have the team to win the comp. It's funny, man. At the start of the year, I had to go do a promo for the premiership, mm. like the with the trophy. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I, f I swear to God. Not even saying I'm not even making this shit up. Mm. When I picked it up, I was like, "Fuck, we're gonna win it this year." I swear to God, I said really? that. I said that. I swear on my life. Wow. Not even I'm not even lying. Like I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't yeah. lie about that. I mean, like, it's that's a pointless fucking, lie. But like, I honestly said that. Okay. And um, when we went on that run, like we started losing a few games, but I felt felt like we needed to lose a few games to to understand the game. And yeah, like if you go in with a massive run, like you're probably overconfident. Yeah. So you go in with a few losses, and you're like, also like. Almost sometimes waiting for the loss, like, oh, is this going to be the time? Yeah, well, like we drew with the Titans. They weren't going too well. Yeah, exactly. We drew like 17 all or 16 yeah. all or some shit. And then um, then we started losing a few games and then started winning a few. And then 
we're lucky because we're losing to the, the Raiders down there. Mm. Um, oh, I remember this game. That was we're hectic. losing like 12 6 or some, something like that, maybe. And Gal wasn't playing or something? Um, Gal, I think Gal might have been out for this Wade, game. I think Wade was out. Yeah, one of your play anyway. I think Wade was out. Yeah. Um, and um, it might have been Gal. I can't remember. Yeah. But um, yeah, we ended up winning like 13 12 or 14 12 or something. Mm. So we're pretty lucky with that. This was the Ennis. Yeah, then Ennis clapping like that. clap yeah. to the crowd. Yep. And then, um, so we're pretty lucky to get away with that. And then we had the week off. Then we played the Cowboys and we. we Johnston them. Yeah, we folded them. Like, wasn't it a repayment for them telling you up the year before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's it. And um, it's funny because when, when um, we played the Cowboys, they played the Broncos the week before. And I was mm. hoping the Broncos won because I thought the Bronx were going to be easier. Than the Cowboys. Oh, really? And I oh, was yeah. like, fuck, when the Cowboys won, I was like, fuck, like, gonna this is going to be hard to get past. Yeah. And, like, we're just on, like, from the get-go, we're just on, like, we end up winning, like, I don't know, 26, fucking, or 30-something to yeah. 12 or some shit. Um, and then the grand final, I mean, that, that's just a different week, eh? Like, that's fucking, the build-up to it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's fucking, you're pumped. Uh, the vibe around Sydney, it's fucking insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, even like this year, I was fortunate enough to go to the captain's run for the Bronx. Yeah. And so like, obviously I wasn't part of it at all, but it just, even in that captain's run, there was just this feel of like, this is huge. Like, yeah. It's just so big. Yeah. It's massive, man. It's, um, it's a hectic week and it's something that, um, you know, you want to, you want to be a part of it again. Mm. Like, like I want to feel that feeling again. Yeah. Um, cause like I said, I haven't felt a fucking semi-final in forever seven years yeah like yeah. it's been been a while so um but yeah the 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 lead up to it man it's uh it's it's crazy you especially when you win bro it's fucking oh mate i can only imagine i can i mean it's, oh, it's the best day can you remember any of the video sessions that that you had in regards not specifically but was there any targets <laughs> that you really did a lot of video on like smithy slater or Cron? oh not really like Every time we played Melbourne, like we'd always try and target Smitty, yeah, because he's in the middle. He does so much for him. Like, if you watch it, like our outside backs would always get our our set started. So like me, Vera, Ricky mm. Latelli, Barbar, Fecky, like we'd all just go down the middle yep. and try and target Gas Smitty. Him out. Yeah. So I always just tried running at him because like he was a he was an animal. Like he was a robot. Yeah. Fucking. He's like he never stop. He wouldn't yeah. stop. So yeah. you just keep running at him, try and burn him out, and mm. then if you take him out of the game, man, like they're structure just, and everything's out you know yeah. what i mean so we just tried targeted him and like the same as um when we played cowboys like we'd always try and target tamilo because he was such he was a massive ball runner for him yeah like if you target him in attack and get him tight in defense he's fucked to run you yeah. know what i mean so like you just gotta focus on those kind of things so like smitty was a big one for us mm. um and we we're pretty lucky that slater didn't play he was uh he was out yeah. but they also had munster who's a fucking animal yeah at the back um i mean was it widdop cronk munster no nah, they had um green green okay so green, green still not a bad spot green cronk and uh smitten yeah. um munster. munster so it's still yeah. fucking Gun. top notch yeah um so what do you remember about when you ran on the field or any what, what's the biggest memory from that before the the siren goes and you've won because, I mean, we all know that big ending. What was initially the biggest memory for you? And also, I'd love to hear you tore your your right... Yeah, right elbow, yeah. Right oh, elbow? Like, yeah. The, um, ligaments? Ligaments, yeah. What minute did that happen? 
I think like the 18th or 20th. So it was really early. How, do you remember? I was having a pretty quiet game up until that point. Yeah. Like I was like, wasn't getting involved. And that happened and I was like, fuck. I was like, I think I broke my arm. Because I like, the, oh, I mate. felt it snap. The replay was hectic. So like when, I, when it snapped, like I felt it like tear or something. And I was like, fuck, that hurt. Like, mm. And I was like walking back, I was like, fuck. The trainer come out, he's like, oh, do you want to come off? I was like, nah, mate, nah, like just strap it strap up. Strap her up, yeah. Strapped it up and then like, Half time, I went and needled it. Mm. So, um, like I just felt like I needed to get involved in the game and try and try and touch the ball as much as I can. And yeah, um, yeah. Like after man, it was like a, it was just all purple. Hey, like it so was just. What did it end up being? Grade three ligament tear. In the yeah, time? like I didn't need surgery, so I was in so a brace great. for like six weeks. Six like weeks. Arm, arm brace. Oh. I was pretty lucky. Like I've got no dramas with it now. Like it's pretty sweet. Did the recovery be any tougher because of? Your arthritis? No, nah, it wasn't. No, nah, it wasn't yeah, too okay. bad. No, nah. like when I get injuries, man, like my arthritis don't really doesn't um, affect it. Doesn't affect yeah. the injuries too much. Like whether I get injured because of the the medication I'm on, like mm. also with my body weight, mm. I don't know if like I'm not fat. I don't. Mm. I don't think I'm fat. People might think, <laughs> Mate, you're but <laughs> you're a professional. But lifter. um, like the medication I take, that might put weight on me because yeah, like okay. I've got no ounce of fat on any part of my body but my gut. <laughs> so like I inject myself in the gut, yeah, okay. and like I take the tablets. I don't know yeah. whether that puts weight on me or not mm. because of arthritis. Yeah, it tends to like make you lose weight probably because you can't do much. Yeah, okay. So like that medication might help you maintain, maintain weight. weight. So. I don't know, if, like I'll try and lose this gut as much as I can. It just doesn't <laughs> just fucking can't. go away. Like I'll try and eat healthy and stuff. It just... <laughs> it's not going to happen. I've been eating watermelon for a long time now and it doesn't doesn't happen. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you tear, you know, grade two ligament tear in your elbow or whatever yeah. was the technical term. The second half, like what's the feeling? Do you remember anything specifically? Do you remember the Fifita's try or... Off of, I remember Fifita's try. Like when they scored, when Chambers scored on well, down 12... Eight or twelve, yeah, twelve eight. I think it was. I was like, "Fuck!" I just looked at the sky. I was like, "Fuck, please, please, please no. Jesus, please, like, don't let this happen to us." <laughs> and then Fafita scored with like ten minutes left. And I was like, "Fuck!" And this is hectic. Like, we've got to maintain this. Only Fafita scores that try, bro. I don't even know how we got that down. No, neither do I. Like, always like, say if I watch a replay of it, and I always think I'm like. If he doesn't score that, like, do we get another chance to score anywhere? Like, Storm wouldn't have let you in. Like, do we score? Yeah. Like that was that was insane. Like he ran over like three or four people. Bro, if you watch spun it again, out and, and still like, got it in. Usually for feet to drop so yeah, <laughs> yeah. But fuck, he yeah, hold on to it. Yeah, fuck. Mate, if you crazy. go watch it again, Dalfin can gets really good contact on him. So like, it's not like does someone, he slip? But does. No, no, I don't think so. I think Dale Finucan gets good. And Munster's there, Smith's there. Smith comes there. a bit late to try to, to wrap it. And he just spins out. He just spins out. But if you watch it, like, Finucan gets good contact. But so, like, a lot of the times when a try like that scored, it's because the defender's being lazy or he's got, like, he didn't he didn't tie in or he didn't make good contact. Like, Well, Fafita's a big boy. Exactly. He got good contact. It was just Fafita was so big. He's a big boy, man. And that year he was on. Mm. Like, he was on. Oh, mate. Like, he was the, fuck, he he's was grand the final best, form he was the best so front row in the comp that year. So, so okay, so he scores that try. What are you thinking then? Just going to maintain the lead. Yeah. Like Melbourne can come back out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Like mm. they're, they're one of the best teams for a reason. Um, and when they made that, like that minute to go and they made that Yeah, break, so walk like, us through that last few minutes. Oh, I was that nervous, eh? Like I'm playing right centre, I'm running over to the left, running back over to the right. And then I thought I... Oh, who's the... Who's that? Uh, is it Hampton? 
Yeah, Hampton would have been off the bench for him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like he stepped back in, and I went to like tackle him, and mm. I kind of got him up high. Yeah. And like I didn't, it wasn't high, but like he stepped into it, and like I grabbed him like here, and then he offloaded it, and I. Then I thought they were going to score in the corner. I was like, fuck, please not. And then Corabiti got tackled. And I was like, fuck, and thank God for that. But if I, if Had you practiced for moments like that? Yeah, we, we, um, with Flano, we always do like 13 v 7, mm. like um, defense scenarios, as in like we'll do a dropout game and there's seven defenders versus 13 attackers. Yep. And like it's just scramble. Like yeah. they're passing the ball around because they've got overlaps and you got to scramble. You got to fill in the gaps. Mm. Like work hard to the corner where if they're going to score and then like if the inside man doesn't work hard they and they pass back in they score so you just got to fill the gap yeah so it's just effort on effort you know yeah. what I mean like it's just filling the gap and you had yourself on opposite sides like people were like yeah just all over yeah. the shop just trying to scramble to defend. yeah well we that's what we worked for like mm. we we always work for that um in case scenarios like that happen mm. in a game um and we're there to stop it so yeah. i think that came in handy for us that day and um siren goes what are you feeling Fuck it, bro. Honestly, it didn't even feel real for the first three years. Really? Like, I didn't even feel like I won a comp. Wow. Because it was so surreal yeah. that it happened. Yeah. Like, you have kind of forget. Like, still, I still forget to this day. Like, I don't want around thinking. Yeah, I want a comp. Premiership with Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, I don't do that. I like, guess in your I, head. Like, I'm just. I guess in your head, you're like, you're just a kid, you know, from the gong of Berkeley. Like, it, this doesn't happen. Like, like you know what I mean? No, nah, it, it, does, it doesn't happen. Like, Matter of fact, people out of Berkeley barely fucking make footy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The only ones to really do it are like Brett and Glenn Short. Like they're from Berkeley mm. or part of Berkeley. Yeah. Um, and here you are at 21 years old winning a comp. Yeah. Like it's um, It's pretty crazy, man. But like in saying that, like I, I still don't walk around thinking I'm yeah, a premiership on, like, winner. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm just like, I'm just happy it happened. Um, like I said, might not ever happen again. Mm. So I'm pretty lucky and fortunate that I've got to do it at a young age. So what's the what's <coughs> a what's a little memory from the grand final that you remember quite vividly? But it can like like for example the interchange card for the debut. What's a little memory that you remember that sticks out for you? Um Benny Barber walking in while I was doing a shit asking if I scrunch or fold. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> um <laughs> I thought you'd know each other well enough by then to know that answer. <laughs> nah, it's um maybe that was the final glue, bros, in the puzzle. Yeah, that was Bring it. The eh? boys together. That was it. Um, no, I'm not real good with lunch and stuff on game day, um, so I had to ring up my um, trainer and ask him to make me a sandwich to to bring on the bus for me. Because <laughs> I was like driving up there, I was nothing was open. It was a Sunday, so I'm like, it's nothing open yeah, on yeah. the way up from Wollongong to Sydney. Where can I get lunch? He's like, oh, I'll get you a ham and cheese sandwich or some shit like that. I was like, yeah, sweet. And you're already nervous as that's probably. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, okay, so Siren goes, well, the party was just crazy party. Was it like, you know, it was like, pretty tame, bro. It's a winter grand final. It was pretty tame day. Like, we didn't went you just back. Go North? Didn't you go back to the park at like four in the morning? As we in went back to the footy park? field. No, we went back to the club and footy field that night and the stadium was full. Yeah. Um, and we're just up on the um, grandstand having a few drinks, whatever. Went back to the club with our family and friends. Mm. And then I Lordies. went home that night and stayed at one of the boys' houses. Like, mm. I, I wanted to have a big day the day the after. Day, yeah. So I went back down the club in the morning. I feel the boys had a big, big night. Oof. and um, Looking like absolute dog shit. Yeah, they were, and I was feeling fresh. And then um, we went to Nordy's and I was 
fucking packed. Nordies day, looked off its head. We like surf crowding. Yeah. Um, I saw, yeah, I seen the videos. Of crowd like surfing, sorry. Yeah. Um, and I had me ring on me pinky and it was like a bit loose because oh, I wouldn't no. fit in there. And like I was crowd surfing and um, it nearly come off, bro. And I'm fucking holding it like this, like in oh my hand. My like, God, I'm like, fuck. Bro. Like, put me down, put me down. I had to go back in. I'm just fucking had to oh, never do that again. Could you imagine? Because didn't Dylan Walker lose his ring in the, in the ocean? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. My God. <laughs> Um, I mean, so yeah, you win that, win the comp. 2017 rolls around. Uh, you play nines. You also play, this would have been your first Indigenous All-Stars game. Yep. Um, I guess, how proud were you to, to be able to play in that team and the people that you did play with? Yeah, obviously, it's a big milestone. Um, like I was saying before, I got to play with Thurston and GI and, you know, players that are great players now, like Latrell and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Trelly Mitt. Yeah, big draw mitt. Um, so yeah, I was pretty fortunate enough to to get to play of players like that. Mm. Um, and like I don't know too much about the, my culture. Yeah. Um, like I'm not um, massively into it. Mm. Um, like my nan and my nan's brother knew a little bit more about it than I do. Yeah. And they passed away like there's, four or five years ago. Yeah. So like I didn't really get to learn about it. Well, there's there's, there's actually a lot of know indigenous people that don't know their history yeah because it was intentionally removed yeah, yeah. like being passed down yeah so, so it's, it's very hard it's to kind of hard yeah and, yeah and for the people that did know are now gone yeah. so like i didn't really get to experience it all experience that. or ask yeah. the questions that i need to ask well even draw yeah he said even him like going into camp he was just really didn't know that much about yeah. it yeah you know because it's not it's not like they go to school and there's all these textbooks written about their culture. It's, you know, orally passed down by the grandparents yeah. because everything that happens. So, yeah, anyway, apologies. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that was a massive year, man. Like, it's, um, I was privileged to play with those type of plays and, um, yeah, it was good. Mate, it would have been so fun. The Indigenous boys together, fuck, would have been a laugh. Yeah, it was up in Newey, so it wasn't like, and we were a little bit out of Newcastle. Like yeah. We were staying at. Um, so the boys would have been close then. We're staying at like where the Knights train. Oh, I, don't train. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so 2017, <coughs> you, you signed the big contract with the Broncos. How did it come about? Why the Broncos? You know, why not stay at the Sharkies? How did that all come about? Um, to be honest, I, wanted to, I, would, I did want to stay at the Sharks. Um, like we went over and done the World Cup Challenge mm. and I spoke to Flano before we went and asked, like, let's get the deal sorted before we get back or mm. when we get back. And it just took too long. Like it was like two or three months later, we started talking. Yeah. Like dollars. And it wasn't really the money for me. Like I could have went elsewhere for bigger money than the Broncos. Um, for me, it was to be coached by Wayne. Yeah. Um, and to get out of my comfort zone. Because mm. I was at the Sharks and living in Wollongong, I wanted to get out of Sydney. Yeah. And experience it a little bit more and just find myself. Yeah. Mm. Um, and Wayne was a big factor for that. Um, you know, I, I wasn't <laughs> like I didn't get to play my best football up there or play as much as I'd like to or anyone else liked me to. Mm. Um, but you know, it, it made me who I am today. Like I'm, I'm grateful for most things now. Where as a young kid, sometimes you get ungrateful for things. Mm. Um, it made me who I am. Like. Um, you know, I'm a different person to what I was when I first went there. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, then Wayne got sacked. Um, did you have any uh, other offers when you did sign with Broncos? Yeah, I had like three or four other clubs. Yeah. Was yeah. there anyone else that you were leaning kind of towards or not? Broncos yeah, seemed to um, be. Knights and Para. Yeah, okay. So those two clubs. Mm. Um, and the Knights were probably in the hot seat as because the fellow that signed me, Darren Mooney, he mm. was at the Sharks. He signed me at the Sharks. Okay. And then he went to the Knights. Mm. So like me and him had a good relationship. So yeah. I was going to go up there yeah. with him. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just went like I just went to the Bronx because of out of my comfort zone. Wayne was there, mm. and Wayne, in fact, signed me as a young kid at the Dragons. Oh, really? Okay, so, 2010. Makes so sense. So I was Fine. like, yep. okay, well, I want to be coached by Wayne, mm. and never really got to get coached by Wayne because yeah. I was injured. Um, and then he got sacked, and Sebes come over. So sorry, just quickly, um, there's a huge drama when you arrived that you apparently had an existing shoulder injury. Uh, what was that drama like? Was it was it all yeah? Beat up? So like I had uh, I hurt my sternum, so I had sternum surgery as well. Um, and I don't know if you've ever had a sternum injury when when you hurt it and you give it time to rest, you feel like it's gone. Sweet, yeah. And then it comes back. Straight and then when you get hit again, yep. you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I had a sternum surgery, uh, sternum injury at the Sharks, and then I was playing with that needle in it. And when you have another injury, it leads to other injuries. Yeah. So like I went to offload a ball and I was about to land on my sternum. So it like turned and land on my shoulder mm. and tore the ligaments off the back of my shoulder. And we didn't know, we got a scan and all that kind of stuff and nothing come up, mm. as, as they say. And then um, just rehabbing for six weeks, come back for the finals and then lost against the Cowboys. This was 2017 and then went to the Broncos and I couldn't do, I couldn't bench. Like, I couldn't barely bench, like, 60 kilo or 40 kilo. Like, I was sore. So I went and got a die scan, which is they inject you to yeah. contrast on the spot that's sore. Yeah. And they come up with a tear. And then they're like, oh, you can probably get away with it um, if you don't want to do surgery. But if you hurt it again in the season, you're going to have to get surgery. Mm. I was like, fuck it. I'll just bite the bullet, get the surgery yeah, yeah. now, take the preseason off, come back for round whatever. When they opened me up, they said, oh, you're lucky you got surgery because it was worse than what we thought. Mm. And then, like, that shoulder was sweet. Like, my shoulder's sweet now. Like, that fucking, that wasn't the drama. It was just more so that, like, the Sharks, not blaming the Sharks, but saying that there was nothing wrong with me. And then the Bronx signed me. But in saying that, that wasn't the problem that made me not play good football yeah, like it was my sternum my sternum was fucked yeah okay like i couldn't even run man like i couldn't even get out of bed most days mm. like when you lay down and you get up like that like yeah like undertaker fucking hurts like i couldn't even sneeze bro yeah, yeah. i couldn't even fart without it hurting. <laughs> it was fucking it was it was it was fully fried so with the shoulder i guess the issue from bronx perspective is is that why didn't that initial scan show well i don't know why they didn't like i don't know why we didn't get surgery to start off with. Because like... Like did, at the Sharks. Like they were saying that there was nothing wrong with me. So the Sharks just said the scan came rehab. back sweet. Yeah, well, I, don't, I can't read scans. Yeah, so you don't know. So like the, I'm just going off what yep. people are telling me. And so the Bronx are frustrated because they're like, if we had known you would have immediately got surgery, you would have been back ready for pre January preseason pretty yeah. much. And I put on a little bit of weight when yep. I was at the Bronx, like yep, that okay. first preseason because yep. obviously... Um, 
when you're injured you and you can't do much. Like I can't run with shoulder surgery. Yeah. And you can't really do weights or anything. Mm. Um you're probably gonna eat a little bit too much. Yeah. Or well, you yeah, probably eating the same amount you eat. Normally, sorry. You're not doing as much. You can't cardio. train but Yeah. So you're putting on the, the weight. Um okay, so it's. I mean, it's tough to talk with the Broncos because you, you did two ACLs pretty much, correct? I guess, you know, those two years go by, you've done your ACLs. Like, at what point did you think, you know, I need to move on or I want to stay around, right? You know what I mean? Like, what, where's your headspace with that? Because it's a tough spot to be in as a player because you're not, you're not a greedy guy that's like, oh, just give me, give me the money and I'm happy with it. You kind of feel a bit guilty at times, but at the same oh, time... I felt like, guilty as when I was there because, like... Obviously, I signed a good contract. Yeah. Didn't live up to expectations. Um, you know, if it was up to me and I didn't get injuries, like, yeah, I, I would have loved to stay there. Like, mm. I loved the Broncos. Mm. Um, and I understand that they wanted to move me on because of my injury history. Yeah. Um, like, there was no bad feelings there, but I just felt like I had another year there and I wanted. To, I kind of wanted to stay because I wanted to prove myself. Yeah. And I felt like if I get my body right, mm. I'm going to be able to prove myself. Mm. Um. But, like, they wanted to move me on, which I'm fine with, and the Dragons wanted me to come back. So we worked out a deal. Um, as much as I, you know, love, would have loved to stay there and prove to everyone that I, I can play football and, mm. and give back to that club because of what, they, what I put them through, really, mm. um, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. So, you know, they wanted to free up some cap, so I come back to the dragons i took a pay cut to come back to the dragons like from that salary so i could have stayed there and said nah fuck i want all my so money you had you had x amount of money that you could have like i could have earned that at by that staying broncos? at the broncos but you you actually took less than what you were contractually yeah supposed to get yeah and to come back the to the dragons yeah but then i got an extra year at the dragons so that helped me with security as well yeah okay so like if it was just the one you do at the dragons i would have just stayed at the broncos mm. you know what i mean not yeah. because of the money but because i wanted to stay there yeah but because of all, all my injuries i had mm. and the dragons gave me an extra year on top mm. i was like okay if i get injured again touch wood i don't mm. which i'm confident that i won't mm. but i get an extra year and then i can prove myself and then i can work my way towards another contract after that yeah, Whereas okay. if I got injured at the Bronx and they only like I stayed there for one year and I got injured again, mm. like that's my career pretty much over because like yeah. I can't prove to anyone that I can play football or stay yeah. injury free. Yeah, okay. And then I proved to everyone that I can stay injury free, mm. like not major injuries, like only little ones, but I can stay on the field. You know what I mean? So I just took that. It was just, just a bad option for me. Mm. Not money wise. Like I, to be honest, I don't care about money. Mm. But for my career moving forward. Mm. For me to keep playing the, the game I love, yeah. it was the best option for yeah, me. Yeah, best option for you. And so... And plus I was around family and friends again. Yeah, back back where you um you grew up. And so coming back to the Dragons, um, yeah, what was it like? You know, you grew up, I'm assuming, thinking you were going to play for them and you end up, you didn't. And then you come back, you put on the red V. Was that a cool moment for you? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was, like I said, it was a full circle. Um, didn't think I was going to be back at the Dragons ever, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to play in front of my family and friends week in week out, it's uh, it's it's mad because like when I was at the Bronx and the amount of games that I did play there, like I didn't play much obviously, but um, like it was hard for my family to come and watch me because yeah. they're from down here, or I'm up there, mm. um, so they really only got to come to the Sydney games. Like my old man tries to come to every game that I play, because yeah. he just loves loves football it. and loves watching me play, um, and he's a proud dad, so he obviously wants to watch me 
play footy. But yeah. um, now that I'm back home, it's just um, yeah, it's easier for my family and friends to come watch me. And um, you know, you have a bad game or whatever, you you can go back to your friends and family mm. and mm. you know um, mourn over that. But I mean, to put the red V on in a first grade game and mm. I roll. Um, game Yeah it was crazy It was yeah. good It was good And so what, you know It's been a tough few years For the Dragons what, what would you say to fans I know you know Had a little bit of a controversy Early in the year Kind of misspoke You know uh, Basically oh, This year This year yeah, yeah Oh yeah 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 But I guess What would you say to fans That are frustrated With where St George is St George Illawarra And frustrated With the last few years Frustrated with the direction Of the club And certain decisions like, What would you say As a player That's in there every day Yeah like Obviously, those comments got taken out of proportion. Like, it yeah. wasn't like me attacking the fans at all. Mm. Like, I know without the game, there's without the fans, there's no game. Yeah. Right? So, it wasn't – like, obviously, we're frustrated as well because mm. um, we're not getting wins, um, not making finals. But um, I understand their frustration because, mm. like, they want to win as much as we do. Like, mm. they live and breathe football. Mm. Same as us. Yeah. But um, the only thing I was doing was just trying to protect my coach. Yeah. Um, wasn't in any way or form attacking the fans. It mm. may have looked like that, but it definitely wasn't. Um, and maybe my comments did come off a little bit salty, like I mm. probably shouldn't have said that stuff. It seemed to me what you were trying to say <laughs> is you were trying to say, you know, we're working our asses off, bashing our bodies, we're doing everything we can. You know, and it's sometimes when you, the fans are really frustrated, it feels like the fans don't know how much, how hard you're trying. Like you're trying to make it work. Yeah, like we train every day. Like it's not like we go there and drink piccolos and, and just chill out and just like yeah. do nothing. Like we train to try and get ourselves better and make our team better. Mm. And and we're frustrated as much as they are not mm. winning games. Like like I said, I haven't made a semi final in six seven years. Yeah. All I want to do is play semi-final football again. So mm. hopefully this year Flano brings a different, you know, ingredient that we can get there. Yeah. But um, yeah, like you can understand their frustrations. Like yeah, I can understand the, their frustrations and yeah. and I can understand them getting angry at me for what I said. But it wasn't like it wasn't like that. Honestly, it wasn't yeah. like that. And um, and like I said, I, I try and block everything out now. Like if fans come at me or whatever, like I just. Mm. It's, you know, water off a duck's back to yeah. me because, like... I can understand uh, fans' frustration for sure. Like, I totally get it, especially now that I'm outside of the bubble of league. <coughs> um, I think sometimes for the fans, though, is that they, they see this comment and obviously, you know, wasn't said correctly and, you know, you, you understand why they'd be pissed off at the comment. But they just, they see that comment. But what they don't realise is that you've, you've heard for the last 300 days fans peppering you and this just happened to be the time where you misspoke. If you, if you know what I'm saying, like uh, fans don't actually see, like for example, if I'm on bloke and we're creating content, I'll, I'll see a hundred comments a day, most of them are positive, but let's say each day there's a negative comment. Yeah. And then on the hundredth negative comment that actually isn't that negative, it's just a little bit negative, I'll bite back at that guy or girl. Oh, you still bite at him? I don't anymore. But. <laughs> I bite back at that guy or girl and they're like, what the hell, bro? Like, it wasn't even that negative. But what they don't understand is this is actually coming from a place of there was a hundred comments before you over the last month that has just been building, 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 yeah. building, building. And so sometimes, and look, that's no excuse or anything like that. Um, but 
I think that like sometimes it's hard to put ourselves in a shoe, shoes of a person that has been dealing with fans spraying them constantly and you're like, bro, like we're, we're trying. We're really trying. Yeah, 100%. Like when I say comments, like I want to comment back, but it's just not that I want to comment back, but like it's just like you want to put some common sense. Like, in, set the record straight. Like, yeah, just like – like this is they might not know exactly what's going on yeah so like if they say if they say something like if they've got an opinion well like why can't we have an opinion yeah you know what i mean like yeah. it, but that's just not how it goes it these just days. doesn't go that way it just doesn't go that way so like it's just better better to keep your just, mouth shut just keep your mouth shut and fucking and, don't yeah. say nothing at all you know it's if you've got nothing nice to say don't say it don't at all. say it at all and and i think that you know as you just said we both agree like fans have every right to have their opinion they have every right to be frustrated when things aren't going that well um, it's just it's just showing the, the a light on the other side of things when you're on the yeah. receiving end of that kind of it's just like far out. Hundred um, percent. Okay, what about like internally? What is the direction? What, what's the direction? Do you feel what you've spoken to Flano a little bit? What's the direction going forward for you boys? Winning comps. Yep. Obviously, Flano wants to win comps. And, yeah. And like every coach wants to win comps. Mm. Um, you know, you're not going there to be like, oh, we finished sixteenth this year, we're going to finish thirteenth. Yeah. Okay. Like. The main goal is always to make the finals. So, yeah. like, top four is always a top goal mm. because you get a home semi or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for us, I think just going to make top eight now. You yeah, know, okay. we've, we've been in the bottom eight for the last... Build into that. Comp. Last seven years yeah. or whatever it was. I, I was. I've only been at the Dragons for four years now and we haven't made finals once. So, mm. um, I think just building it to make uh, the right ingredient and the and just build a platform for us to to you know if we make the top eight this year but we don't get to the, the dance mm. we've made more success this year than we have in any other years and yep. then we can build off that you know yeah, what i mean okay. um i think flano is just going to bring a different culture mm. he's going to um like like i spoke about before like that culture without the sharks was completely different to where i've been anywhere mm. else so you know, Flano was the coach, and I feel like he's going to bring that again. Yeah. Um, which I which I'm excited for. Um, but yeah, like the chats I've had with Flano, he's he's coming here to win. He's not coming here to mm. to to lose or be mediocre or yeah, anything okay. like that. Like he's coming here to win, mm. and he thinks we've got the right ingredients and the right team to do it. Yeah. So we've all just got to buy into what he wants to bring to the to the team. Yeah. And if we do that, then we'll win games. Okay, so for you yourself personally, where do you see, where do you hope you play next year positionally? Where do you see yourself playing positionally next year? Um, yeah, somewhere in the backs. I don't really want to be in the forwards anymore. Like I, okay, like I'm getting older now, and um, obviously with all the injuries I've had, like mm. it, it, cat, it catches up to you. Yeah. Um, so like at the back end of last year, like I was missing games through my knee being sore and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of don't want to be in the forwards. I'd rather be in the back. So either centre or 5'8", or, you know, if I do have to play in the forwards, I'll go back to back row. Back row, yeah. But, like, in the middle, I don't really want to be in there. Okay. Um, is it, is not it, because I don't enjoy it. Like, I yeah. love playing lock, but I, was I just say, feel lock, like... feel like suits you. Yeah, I just feel like my, like, for my body yep. and for me longevity. to get longevity out of it... Um, Probably best if I go back into the backs. Yep. I'm trying to lose a bit of weight. Like I got the 93 kilo mm. um, in the off season. I was playing at 99 last year. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay. So I've lost six kilo. Mm. I'm 95 now. So, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to play five eight or center. Yeah. Okay. 
And I mean, with Lomax, and we've we've got a, like we've got two good centers, so yeah. like, we've got Lomax and Sully there. So like, well, I think, and we got Flano coming. Well, I think Flano has said that Lomax will get first shot at fullback. I think he said that publicly. I don't know. if Well, that's... we still have Sloney. Like Sloney, Sloney's a great young player. Like mm. he, he's just you know, he's just got to build his confidence up and put a bit of beef on. Mm. Um, you know, he can be anything. You know, he scores tries out of his ass. You know what I mean? But um, he's had. Off-season surgery, he had a syndesmosis surgery and a thumb surgery. So yeah, okay. that's put him out of pre-season for a little bit. Um, so while we're training, Lomax might be playing at fullback because yeah, okay. I don't like Ramsey's not back yet. I don't think mm. so. We don't we're pretty thin on on fullbacks at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I've spoke to Flano and and told him, well, ask what he thinks is best for me, and and he thinks you know five eight or centre. Okay. Suits me because he's coached me in those two positions yep. at the Sharks. Yeah. So he knows what he can get out of me at those two positions. Mm. Um, but in saying that, he's the coach, and and wherever he wants to put me, like mm. I'm happy to play. Just as long as I'm healthy and injury free and playing good footy, that's all. That's all I ask for. As a you know a player that had a lot of success when you're younger, you know. You don't have to specifically say what you would say, but like you see a guy like Sloan, who we all know crazy potential. Like, I'm real close with Sloan. Yeah, like, I, I talk to him every day. Okay, so you're talking every day, and so, but I, but at the same time, can sometimes really dip in and out of a game. And if you could just sort that out, it's just like the world is is, you know, he can do whatever he wants to do. How do you kind of navigate teaching him the things that you learn as a youngster of you know getting that consistency? Sort I think of. just staying busy, yeah. Like on the field, like. I'm about effort. So, mm. like, I might not be the best footy player, but I put in effort. Like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. And, yeah. and every time I step over that white line, I'm about effort and putting in for my teammates. Like, I yeah. don't want to let my teammates down. Mm. Um, I feel like Sony just needs to do that. Like, he just needs to be busy. Like, he, he's fast, you know, he's skinny. He can, he can, he can turn anything into anything, you know yeah, what I mean? incredible. So, Talent. like, I, f- I feel like... Dipping in and out of the game probably doesn't suit him. Like the more he does, the more his confidence grows. Sure. So if he does that more and more in mm. each game, his confidence is just going to skyrocket. Yeah. And it, he'll be unstoppable. You know yep. what I mean? So I, f- I feel like just staying in the game. You know, if he's not getting much ball, go look for it. Yeah. Go look for it. Take get, a hit up get, your, get Yeah. Take a hit up into some big fuckers and mm. get smashed. Who cares if you get smashed? Yeah. He'll give you confidence. You're like, oh fuck, that wasn't that bad. I'll yeah. fucking do it again. And I'll run harder. Yeah. I'll try and run over the cunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's just. Yeah, just like just stay busy, man. Like, yeah. and if that's all, I, that's all, that's all I'd got for him. Like, and just and because, like I said, he's a confident player. Mm. So, like, if his confidence isn't there, struggles he bit. struggles a bit. Yeah. So, like, if he he's gonna just gonna keep his confidence up, he takes a hit up and be like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was pretty I'll good go there. again. Yeah, he's just gonna keep growing. Yeah, so much talent, man. So much talent. Um, ask all the boys this: favorite rapper of all time. Favorite rapper of all time. <sighs> Six nine, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, oh, <laughs> I was joking. I was joking. Um, I used to love Fifty Cent, bro. I Did like he? Eminem as well. Yeah. Um, they're the old dogs, the two old ones. But um, these days, I don't know, man. I'm like on like little baby in that day. Eh? Yeah, okay. I don't mind them, eh? Okay. Favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie. Movie, I've watched that many, man. I'm gonna say like the Equalizer or something. The Equalizer. Did you watch a number three recently? <laughs> yeah, I watched all of them. Yeah, yeah, he's, them. Like, yeah he's mad. Denzel Washington. Denzel's the, the man. He's the goat. But he's the I, goat. 
It's probably not my favourite. It's just... Uh, they come to mind. Like Denzel. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's a goat to me. Absolute goat. Brother, thank you so much for coming on. Really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I really do hope the boys bounce back this year. I really do. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Boom. <laughs>